You need people like me. Matthew Clark Kader! You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. I say that's the bad guy. Matthew Klein Cater. I'm a fucking lion. Ultimate entertainment competition. You want to say you're a fighter? Come find Cater's the pinnacle of excellence. What's up, guys? Welcome to the second edition of the Matthew Klein Cater podcast with your host, the one and only Matthew Klein Cater. Thank you again for joining us here today. I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast last week on LeBron James, China, and Hong Kong. We got into the politics, so I hope you guys enjoyed all that. Um, and moving forward, the podcast will be here on my YouTube account. We are working on getting on iTunes, but I don't want to delay the podcast. So we're going to continue dishing out the content and we will be on YouTube moving forward. Um, this week we're going to talk about vaccines. So if you have kids or you're planning on having kids one day, this podcast can be very informative for you. And I believe by the end of this podcast, you're going to believe that vaccines are not a good choice. I'm going to present a lot of evidence and a lot of facts. And so it's not just my opinion. I'm presenting the facts which make my opinion mean something. Um, and... I actually sped up this podcast. I was going to do this like in two weeks, this podcast, but this was originally supposed to be my first podcast. But anyways, a couple days ago, my sister-in-law contacted me and she actually, they have a, a one-year-old, my niece, and they were thinking about trying to make a decision if they're going to do vaccines. So she reached out to me and was asking me some questions. And um, I was like, you know what? I talked to her, we had a great conversation, I gave her a lot of insight on vaccines, and um, I told her, you know what, I'm going to get this podcast out a little bit sooner so you can hear a lot of these excerpts from doctors that are also saying these things. So on top of all the facts that I'm providing, you got doctors that are saying it as well. Now I want to make something perfectly clear, So because sometimes people think, you know, Oh, it's a conspiracy. If why are these these doctors saying it? They're against it, but my doctor that you know my pediatrician is saying it's a good thing. So let me educate you guys on something. The establishment, which is the education system, they train these doctors to think that the vaccines are good for you so it's not like they're bad people that's all that's what they've been taught and unfortunately a lot of these doctors they're educated people they went to school for a long time great i credit you for that but they're not street smart so they don't use their brain they just believe what was taught to them in school and they believe it like gospel that's the problem and in there we have these doctors that are speaking out against it these doctors they went to school they learned it and then they they start practicing and they start figuring out man this is not right and they start drawing their own conclusions and they become a little bit more street smart and then they start speaking out against it and you know what happens when they start speaking out against it they get ostracized by the same system that gave them their licenses and their degrees okay so they're putting their lives on the line 
some of them lose their fucking licenses because they don't believe in it. And those people that gave them their licenses say, fuck you, we told you to, you know, you that vaccines are good. What are you talking about? So this is how these things start. Uh, start we, how we start getting these uh, uh, people that are speaking out against it because these are the heroes. And instead, they're getting ostracized, which is very, very sad and unfortunate. And, you know, as a father, I love my child. I'll die for my kids. I love my kids. I don't give a fuck about myself. My kids are everything. They're, my, they're the future. They're going to represent me when I'm dead and gone, and their kids are going to represent me. So they are everything to me. So let me get that fucking... You know, clear to you guys. So, when we had Duke in 2016, me and Barb, we didn't know anything about vaccines, okay? So, I'm thinking, you know, he's born, and they're like, oh, you did a vaccine. I'm like, and you know, I got my mom, her mom, saying, yeah, yeah, you gotta do a vaccine. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I guess you gotta do a vaccine. It's good for him, right? So, I'm in the mindset of we're getting the vaccines done. And I'm like, you know, luckily for me, I have a fitness and health background. So I, I want to, you know, I want to do some research and first to find out what's in these vaccines. So I'm like, I start looking it up and I start reading the ingredients in these vaccines. And my first thought is, fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. That's it. That's all I need to know, the ingredient. Because I know about supplements and eating right and i was like none of these ingredients are good for you nothing and then the explanation is that your body needs a strand of the virus to fight it off that's the biggest bullshit i ever heard in my life but i'm gonna get into all that but first let me read some of these ingredients that are in these vaccines okay and i'm gonna pronounce these as the best i can because it's, I don't know, they're all very weird things, but glutralahyde, monosodium glutamate, the marisol, aka mercury, beta propylactatone, bovine, formaldehyde, phenol, aka carbolic acid, phenol exoethanol, aka antifreeze, polyethylene glycol, ammonium sulfate, aluminum, neomycelin, gentamicin, gelatin, which is obtained from calf and cattle skin, polymyxin B, sorbit sorbitrol, triambutol phosphate, polysorbate 80, which is suspected skin and cell, organ poison, causes cancer in animals, aborted fetal tissue. I'm not making this up, guys. You can go see it on the CDC. These are the ingredients in the vaccines. It's uh, mind-boggling to me that one person gets a vaccine just by seeing those ingredients now mother nature grows some very good things for your body foods for your body like broccolis and apple and uh, bananas i rather have these foods in my body versus these weird toxic um, vaccines and the worst vaccine is an mmr vaccine 
which has uh, dimerosol, which is the mercury. And mercury is extremely toxic, and it's 100% connected to autism, which was made clear in the 1990s, which then they began to reduce the mercury, and guess what they started adding? Aluminum. Aluminum is obviously just as toxic, and it's been shown that aluminum goes into the brain, particularly if there's glyphosate, because glyphosate opens up the barrier, so when you get the aluminum in the vaccine, it goes into the brain and it causes neurological damage. And then there was a recent study on the brains of autistic children, post-mortem, that showed remarkably high levels of aluminum in their brains. And the research was done by Professor Chris Axley, who specializes in bioorganic chemistry. And of course, what happened to Professor Axley? The second he starts talking out against the, the establishment, he gets ostracized. So, now let's talk about who makes the vaccine schedule. I'm sure you guys all know the CDC now, because now they're in the media more than ever because of the coronavirus situation. And I find it's ironic, the same people that create these bullshit vaccines are the same people pushing the COVID-19 agenda. So scumbag Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. And if you follow the full CDC schedule, then you're, it's pretty much... Um, you know, 99% chance your kid's gonna have some type of reaction, which could be a very mild reaction or a serious uh, injury. And we are seeing immunological damage. We're seeing brain damage in children. And so the question is this, why is it happening? Why are only some children, and it's increasing number of children, becoming damaged by some vaccine? Well, the theory is that it's because of the cumulative totals of aluminum. The issue is that when you inject aluminum in the body, it's known as a neurotoxin. So the question is not whether about if it's neurotoxic because, it, because we know it's a neurotoxic. The question is can the child detoxify it? If the child doesn't have a problem detoxifying the aluminum because the body's natural immune system is made to fight off foreign substances, then it will be fine. But let's say your kid has a weak immune system and it's not strong enough to detoxify the aluminum, then you're, that's when your child's gonna have a serious injury. Let me play this little clip by uh, Dr. Lawrence Palvisky. Um, take a listen to this real quick. Today, one in, one in child in five is learning disabled. In 1976, it was one in 17. One in six under age eight, one in two adolescents, and one in four young adults is diagnosed with a mental, behavioral, or emotional disorder. One in 20 children under the age of five have seizures. One in child in 40 develops autism. The number of cases of children and adults with autoimmune diseases is rising exponentially. It's one of the highest rising diseases in this country. And the vaccine ingredients, if you are willing to look at them and understand how they work when they're injected into the body, can be seen to be responsible for every single one of these cases. So what are these ingredients? Well, when I was in medical school, we were taught that the body has something called the blood-brain barrier. The blood-brain barrier is like Fort Knox to the brain. Elements of the bloodstream cannot get into the brain. And those elements include drugs, viruses, and bacteria.
among other things that are in the blood. Drug companies were very concerned about being able to develop drugs to get the drugs into the brain. And so they used something called a nanoparticle. Nanoparticle, very small particle bound to the drug. And they found that if they could put a nanoparticle onto a drug, they could get that drug to go into the brain. And it shows in animal studies that they were able to do this. They then were able to take an emulsifier, which is something that's good with water and fat. It can dissolve in both. And if they added the emulsifier to the nanoparticle bound to the drug, they could increase drug entry into the brain 20-fold. This is right out of animal studies that I've found. So you have a drug, you have a nanoparticle, and you have this emulsifier. The vaccines are constructed the same way. You have the vaccine viruses and bacteria that are bound to a nanoparticle called aluminum. And that aluminum is a nanoparticle. And by definition, a nanoparticle has the potential to enter the brain. Most vaccines also contain polysorbate 80 or sorbitol. Both of those compounds are emulsifiers. Emulsifiers bind very tightly to the nanoparticle aluminum, which is bound very tightly to the vaccine antigens. This raises a question. If the vaccine model is the same model as the model that the drug companies are using to enhance the delivery of drugs into the brain, is it possible that vaccine ingredients are making their way into the brain of our children that could explain why so many parents are watching their kids deteriorate after vaccinations, even though the doctors, the media, and the government say absolutely no connection, even though the science suggests that there is. You cannot find a single study in the literature that addresses whether the injection of aluminum into the body penetrates the brain, whether any vaccine ingredients enter the brain, and whether polysorbate 80 enhances the delivery of any of those ingredients into the brain. And when I could not find those studies, I was concerned because I'm told, you're told, vaccines are evaluated and very, very distinctly tested for safety. But yet, you cannot find a study that says, does aluminum stay in the, get into the brain of children? Does aluminum take other vaccine ingredients into the brain that don't belong in the brain? Because when ingredients get across the blood-brain barrier that don't belong in the brain, they cause inflammation. And inflammation is what we see in one in five children with learning disabilities and one in 40 children with autism. Okay, so that was Do Dr. Lawrence Palvisky, board certified pediatrician of New York. I'm gonna play one more clip here of Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. She's an osteopathic physician of Cleveland, Ohio. So take a listen to this. So my name is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I'm a physician from Cleveland, Ohio. I was the director of an emergency department for 12 years. Then I moved to Cleveland in 1996 and opened an integrative medicine practice for which I'm proud to say people have come from all 50 states and 17 countries to get well and get off their pharmaceutical drugs. When I was in the emergency department, I counted many vaccine injuries. 
at the time, I didn't recognize them as vaccine injuries, but there were several that I will never forget. One was a, a young woman who came in, a young girl, she was like 18, 19, young mother, that came staggering into the ER at like four o'clock in the morning, holding a dead baby in her arms, saying that I got up because he hadn't cried all night and I, he was dead in the crib. And he just had his vaccines yesterday. Do you think that had anything to do with it? And I remember her sitting there with this long blonde, light blonde skinny girl with long stringy blonde hair and just rocking and rocking, looking down at this dead baby in her arms. I'll never forget that look. And I'll never forget what I thought, which is how physicians are trained to think, is gee, if that baby died after their vaccines, there must have been something wrong with that baby. I remember a, a young mother that, was, that came running through the door with a four-year-old child, seizing, seizing, actively seizing in her arms. And she said, we just left the pediatrician's office. He just got several vaccines. And while he was laying on the table and we were trying to do things to, um, to uh, control his seizures and stop his seizures, she looked at me and said, do you think it had anything to do with the vaccines? And I remember saying, oh no, could have been the vaccines, must have been something else. Even though it had only been 10 minutes earlier that he'd had the vaccines. The one that meant the most to me that I had to, after I started getting involved with talking about problems associated with vaccines as a, as a physician, was the young baby that had that came in seizing and had retinal hemorrhages in the back of their eyes where the back of their eyes started to bleed and classically we are trained to believe that that is child abuse so when the child thought we were trying to make the the baby better and we were trying to control the seizures and the father came charging in terror on his face to look at his seizing child i looked at him and said you're going to be arrested and i called in the police and arrested him and as he would take, they were taking him out of the room. As they were taking him out of the room, I'll never forget the look on his face. And because I had him arrested and he ended up going to jail. And now that I know what I know, that had nothing to do with child abuse. It had everything to do with a vaccine injury. Well, there's more facts and information from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, again, a physician out of Cleveland, Ohio. Let me also make this clear. I don't give a shit which doctor says these things. They're saying they're saying they're speaking out. But I'm not using that as my reasoning of going against vaccine. I'm using my brain and I, all I have to see is the ingredient list and it's game over. All I, that's when I knew vaccines are bad. But if you're not convinced yet and you're not convinced by those doctors, I got plenty of more information. So let's get into it here. So we got um we have first let me say this we have all these vaccines but more people we have 72 vaccines but more people are being impacted by chronic disease and there are more vaccine injuries by vaccine injections and inoculations where something goes wrong after a vaccine has been administered more than ever so 1962, we had a total of five vaccines. Today, we have over 72, and we're recommending vaccinating until 18 years old. That is straight insanity. Now, why has the vaccine schedule quadrupled since 1986? Why would a world with so much technology get worse and create more vaccines as it should be the other way around? As the years have gone by, we've continued to create more and more vaccines. 
The simple answer is this. In 1986, the liability was taken away from the vaccine manufacturer. That means they are no longer viable for their product. If you get sick or injured, they don't have to pay you anything. So when a child or an adult is injured by a vaccine, that child or an adult has a right to compensation, to injury compensation. That compensation comes from the tax on every single vial. Let me explain this to you guys so you understand. The tax is paid by you, by me, the consumers. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the manufacturers have no liability. If someone sues because they got injured by a vaccine, you're just gonna you're gonna get the tax dollar money. So there is an injury compensation act that has paid four billion dollars to compensate people who have been injured by vaccine. So again, let me break it down. The vaccine market in total is a sixty-one billion dollar market and there has been a total of four billion dollars paid out in lawsuits due to vaccine injuries so that four billion was taken out of the tax dollars which is a fraction of what they're making 61 billion and four billion that doesn't even come out of 61 billion the four billion comes out of the tax dollars that's insane so right there that 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 number is just unbelievable that's how big the market is 61 billion and what they say on the CDC after getting a vaccine your child may develop some flu-like symptoms these flu-like symptoms may include like a mild fever upset stomach this is straight on the cdc.gov website look it up look it up they claim that the vaccines are using that they're using are part of the disease to protect your child from so that um there that strand of the disease can be in their body to you know to fight it off if they ever get that disease so think about it like this if you're if you're putting a vaccine in your child and your child gets a flu or a stomach ache and they don't feel good that is let me tell you why that's happening that's because your body's fighting off the vaccine because it's not good your body doesn't recognize these these foreign substances in the body so it's fighting it off. It's not saying, oh yeah, put this strain in me and then I'll fight off the other, the, 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 the disease that comes in. It's actually counterintuitive. If you, the body takes the strand of the vaccine, now it's trying to fight it off. And then you really get sick one day. Now the body's going to accept it. It's not going to create an antibody. It's going to accept that disease because now, oh, not it's familiar with it it's gonna accept it because you wouldn't get sick if it was a good thing that was coming into your body your child wouldn't get a flu if that vaccine is good for them that's what's mind-boggling to me God created us 
to have natural immune systems to fight diseases. They claim that these strains are going to help you to put a disease, put the strain of disease in, it's going to help you. So, to me, that just makes no sense. Okay, and I'll explain this to you with another example later on. So, keep, keep, a, uh, keep that thought if you're still not you know, completely uh, understanding the psychology behind this. Um, but I have an acquaintance whose kids have every vaccine in the book and their kids get more sick than anyone. And they contact, contracted a sickness that they were vaccinated for one of their kids. And a doctor responded, and they went to the doctor and said, hey, I, I, my kid was vaccinated for this disease. And a doctor's response was, oh yeah, it's the, the vaccine's not 100%, but um, it definitely will, will helped your kid from not getting sicker than he could have got. Man, if that's not the most ignorant thing you ever heard, then I don't know what is. If the vaccine's supposed to prevent, protect you from the diseases, then you shouldn't be getting sick at all. They start off by giving your healthy newborn child a vaccine within an hour of being born. By the time they're two months of age, you have a whole round of vaccines. They're, this makes no sense. Why would a healthy newborn child with no issues not showing any symptoms of sickness, be getting vaccinated, and then you say they could potentially have a cold and upset stomach and all these uh, reactions. Does that make any sense to you? Why would a healthy person get a vaccine and then get sick after it? Come on, this is just basic. To me, it's so obvious. But if you're not convinced still, let me tell you this. The first vaccine that they give a child at birth is hepatitis B. I had no fucking idea what hepatitis B was. I did my research and found out how hepatitis B is contracted. It's contracted by sexual intercourse. So... Can you tell me why a healthy young child needs to be vaccinated against a disease that spreads through uh, sexual intercourse? When I say it's spread through sex, that means you cannot get it from hugging, kissing, breastfeeding. You can only get it from sexual transmission and sharing dirty needles. It's a disease you only see in drug addicts or people who are homeless. So unless your child is going to be fucking having sex anytime soon, then there's absolutely no fucking reason to be getting a hep B shot. And I'm not making this up. Look it up. Anything I tell you, fucking go Google it and research it. This is all facts. In the United States, children must be vaccinated as prescribed by the CDC in order to get admitted to school. But parents have the option of getting exemptions for their children based on religious, philosophical, and medical reasons. Well, where I live in Nevada, this is still true, but that's not the case in every state. As in the former state that I used to live in, California, they passed a bill in 2015 under the bill 
277, that personal belief, I love the fact that they use personal and not religion, but they have categorized religion under the personal belief. So, that means you cannot get an exemption for your child based on religious beliefs or personal beliefs against uh, that you don't want to vaccinate them. So if you want to enroll them in school, they cannot go to school without being vaccinated. So if I lived in California, I would move immediately because if they try to pass a bullshit law here in Nevada at some point, I'm not going to vaccinate. My kid will be homeschooled or I'll move somewhere else that will allow me to uh, have my rights. And no one is going to inject my kid with some toxic bullshit. So also last year, there was another, so every state they start, they're trying to pass these bills, okay? They tried to pass one last year in Oregon, it did pass. It was a bill 3063. This bill also took away the rights of religious and philosophical exemptions for refusing vaccine. In 2018, there were 14 cases of measles in Oregon out of 4.2 million people. They declared that bill an emergency in 2019. How is it an emergency? If 14 cases of measles have been declared out of 4.2 million. And there was another argument, so in Oregon and in every state, that there are the parents that are immunizing their kids, they're arguing that they don't want their kids to be going to school with non-immunized kids. But l let's 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 think. Let's break this down. Why, if you have, you're getting a vaccine, your kid's immunized from diseases, why the fuck do you care if my kid or any other kid's not immunized? You're immunized. My kid's at risk if this shit works. So why do you care if my kid doesn't have immunization? So, the, so if you're immunized and mine's not, that means your immunization doesn't work. Think about it. If you're immunized, that means you're not going to get sick. You're, that's the whole point of it. So why the fuck would they care if someone else is not? Because it's a whole thing of getting control and making everybody get immunized so they can make that $61 billion go to $120 billion. It's all about fucking money. It's fucking pathetic, bullshit, and sad. And if all this hasn't made you... Uh, understand how dangerous these vaccines are let me tell you this men produce a natural hormone that's called testosterone okay it's a natural occurring hormone that men produce and it starts at the age of about 13 when a, uh, a teenage boy starts going through adolescence and going through puberty and as they get older that natural testosterone gradually decreases so when you're like 50s 60s you're gonna have obviously much lower testosterone than you did when you're 14 15 right so there's a um, there's something called TRT it's called testosterone replacement therapy and you can start taking this at basically any age if you need it.
and that advances your life. So say if you're a 50 year old man and you're you're not feeling good, you're you know you want to get raise your uh, testosterone levels. Well, you go get TRT. Now with TRT, I'm sure a lot of you don't even know what that fucking is. They don't promote it anywhere. And if you have health insurance, it's not covered by your health insurance. It's very expensive. Vaccines, if you have health insurance, it's free. But they have signs everywhere. Get your vaccine, get your flu shot, all this bullshit's free. But if you want testosterone, which is a natural hormone that your body produces in a synthetic form, you have to pay out of pocket for it. So if let's, let's again think about it. If the vaccines are to save people's lives, then why aren't we saving old people's lives that might need testosterone replacement therapy? Why is that not good to do? Because that is, you're getting a natural hormone versus unnatural hormones. They're trying to put in healthy kids. But an old person that needs, might need the, a natural synthetic version of the hormone, they're going to have to pay out of pocket for it. That makes no fucking sense. Now, the main benefits of testosterone for men, it increases muscle tissue. Due to enhanced protein synthesis, it decreases body fat, increases muscle strength and power, enhanced recovery from workouts, improved bone density, better muscle endurance, on and on because you're getting a natural hormone in your body. You could be 50, you feel like you're 15 again. Now, I'm not, a, I'm not advocating steroids. There's a lot of different there's steroids, okay? We're talking about testosterone. And we're talking about how it can help people. And the, the point of, that I'm trying to make here is the something that here that can help people, they don't promote it, they don't give it to you for free. But something, we're giving something supposedly that's supposed to help a kid who hasn't even developed his immune system. We're supposed to put these unnatural toxins, uh, toxic, uh, toxins inside of their body that's supposed to help them. That doesn't make no make any sense to me so if, if that if I haven't made that clear I don't know how, what else I gotta say so the day they make testosterone uh, replacement therapy free and legal and it's covered by insurance that's the day I'll believe that their vaccines help people because they're not trying to help anyone and somebody that's in the fitness and uh, nutrition business and produces uh, products I make sure the products that I put my name behind are natural and that they provide your body with nutrients that it needs so if you guys need any help like with reaching your fitness goals and you want to you know put the right nutrients in your body then let me know I'll help you guys um, all I want is everyone to be healthy and safe. I, I created this podcast that I try to help people. I'm not doing it for any other reason. I'm not running ads on here. Um, all I'm trying to do is, you know, spread a, a positive voice. And, you know, some people, you know, they're just, they just fall into the trap of following other sheep. So, don't be a sheep. Use your brain. I gave you a lot of information today.
Use your brain, make up your own decision. So I'm going to add one final thing to end this podcast. And we will talk about this again in the future in detail and in depth when we talk about artificial intelligence. But why would the powers that be be promoting vaccines, not just for the fact of it's um, a monetary thing, but technology is moving so fast that humans are basically basically useless because AI, artificial intelligence, is much more useful and if we can somehow um, create cyborgs where we merge humans with AI, that is much more beneficial. So if we have more autistic individuals that is more valuable than having healthy individuals because if you're autistic and I can merge you with AI and now you're a cyborg and if you're a retard but now your brain has the capacity of how smart your phone is which is Google and um, all these apps and you combine that into your brain your brain your natural brain means nothing so we want retards we want autistic individuals so we can merge them easily and they become cyborgs and we can program them to be the, the way we want them to be. I know you think that's psycho because your new favorite news channel, your favorite celebrity, the retards like Snoop Dogg and LeBron James don't talk about it. But these are the facts. Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink that's already doing this. You can Google it. They're working on this uh, procedure. This is the future. Wake the fuck up. I don't care how many people I'm helping. If one person can understand this and is bright enough to understand it, I've done my job. I can't wait to get into that podcast and we will talk about that. Alright guys, so hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I'll be back in a couple days. We'll be discussing Cody Garbrandt and what happened when I went to Sacramento. Um why the fight didn't happen, why we still haven't fought, and if I still do want to fight him. So um, I will see you guys back in a couple days. So 